Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Boy, lore boys here. More lore boys. Uh, my name is James Miller, and I am joined with just Peter O'Donohue. Uh, as we, you may have thought it was a goof last week where we said Ethan was dead. Uh, he is. No. That's the end of that. Yeah, but he had a good life, so uh, we can just. Move I think on. so. He started a pod. He started a podcast and left it to his two favorite sons. Yeah, Peter I, and Jamie. I don't want to waste any more time talking about him, though. So let's no, move exactly. On. <laughs> <laughs> Moment of silence. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so Peter, I guess you had some stuff you wanted to open up with. I got a few things I got to get off my chest, guys. Yeah. Um. So, as you guys know, you can contact us via Twitter at the lore, at loreboys or via Gmail at loreboyspodcast at gmail dot com. This is right. Um. And I wanted to name the fan mail section, uh, or like the contact section. I made a joke on Twitter calling it the lore bag, <laughs> um, which is a joke technically, but if that gets the most traction then so be it the people have spoken this is a this is a democratic podcast do we have a p.o box we don't i i've never considered opening one okay i'm well can, never considered it's crossed my mind but like what are we gonna get like two things a month maybe yeah i don't want anybody setting us fucking bombs no we should i i'm ethan's not here let's give out his personal address anything you want to send to ethan's personal address um you can just whisper me and I'll I'll, uh, I'll yeah. send it to Corner you. Corner of this street and this street. <laughs> um, right. So I wanted to name the section of uh, the fan mail section from, from you guys. I was thinking, obviously, the joke is lore bag. But if the people speak, the people shall have spaken. And it'll be the lore bag. But I was thinking folklore, since we call our followers lore the, the lore folk, because they are the dirt farming peasants on our <laughs> our medieval fiefdom that is the lore boys podcast okay okay yes and we distribute little morsels of lore to them but lord over most of the lore exactly yeah, okay C- correct it. exactly yeah. that's why we we are the obese turkey shank eating knights yes. that live in the gross castle yes. of of the lore fiefdom bring me my watered wine yes, yes. and that's okay. the and so that's the lore folk so i was thinking folklore since it's directly from the lore folk themselves Sure. Um, I think it's also kind of a kind of a pun. I don't. I don't really know. I'm not that smart. Right. I'm down. Let's. let's so please. Call uh, this. Uh, you guys are really good at sending us feedback. Uh, this time I'm actually requesting feedback. Yes, please. please send in uh, your preference between the lore bag or folklore or your own suggestion. Um, the winner, I guess. Well, you will put your name in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who named the uh, guy or gal yep. who named the lore bag. Nice. Yeah. So uh, get at us. For real this time. That, that, that is a genuine thing. I want to know what you guys think. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And now I want to know what Jamie thinks about... Blackwing Lair. Is this... Is uh, this a wow thing? It's a wow thing. I know. I'm kidding. So I got... 
uh, this weekend, I tried my darndest to come up with another storyline. I was looking through Slay the Spire, which I'm getting into recently. I was looking into some fighting games and stuff, which I'll circle back around to. But I stuck with what I know best is uh, World of Warcraft. Making KD and hot dogs. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. Yep, sticking to what you know, I guess. <laughs> I think it's fine. Uh, writer blo- writer's block comes for us all. Yeah. Uh, I... Is Ethan back from Nicaragua? I don't think so. Next week? So I'm next week. I don't know. To be frank. I think it comes Friday. Absolutely no idea what I'm going to do. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But uh, Blackwing Lair, it's like a really, really cool um, raid content in Classic WoW. It just came out a few weeks ago as of time of recording. Um, I've managed to clear it on both my characters, on my priest and my hunter, and I just helped uh, our second raid group get through it for the first time last night, and we did it with 30 people out of 40, and one AFK person who worked against us, because we'll explain why if you go AFK in the last boss, it can fuck you over really hard. But we, yeah, we completely cleared it. It was a, a very... Great gamer moment. Is it easier than Molten Core? Much harder. Okay. Much harder by a long shot. Um, is this the one from Leroy Jenkins? No. Well, it, it's related. So Leroy Jenkins is from Upper Blackrock Spire, and that is Lord Nefarian, who is the fa- the final boss in Blackwing Spire, or uh, Blackwing Lair. Um, is, he lords over all of uh, Blackrock Spire. Okay. So it's part of his kingdom, but it's not the same instance. You basically go a different direction when you go into the portal. You don't go straight into Upper Blackrock. You turn right and you go into Blackrock. Okay. Right. Yeah. And it, you, you don't take the left at Albuquerque. No. No, no. 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 Same neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Actually, in Upper Blackrock Spire, uh, Nefarian makes an appearance and you have to fight one of his generals. And then he kind of flees to his. Uh, he flees to his. Uh, <laughs> this kitty's bumping the mic. Goddamn cat. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Go. This is her traditional podcasting spot. Yes. I don't know what the hell she was doing. Yeah, she's got to get comfy. I wasn't paying enough attention. For the uninformed, uh, my cat was on one end of my couch and then just decided to walk across Jamie's thighs and <laughs> and just rattle the shit out of the mic stand. So I don't know if you'll be able to you'd be able to hear that. Anyway, Jamie, yeah. lear, so, learn me some wow. So Blackwing Lair, uh, it was released. It's the second uh, raid content. You have Molten Core, Anixia, which kind of come out at the beginning, and then the second wave of raid content is Blackwing Lair. Is Anixia in Classic now? Uh, yes, yes, she is. Oh, yeah, you, it's just because you've never mentioned her. Yeah, yeah, you fight her. Uh, she's like she resets every five days instead of seven days, so she's so casual. You can run it with like fifteen, twenty people. Okay. It's like it. It's a raid, and it's kind of hard, I guess, if you don't know what you're doing. But it's really just like a loot pinata. You just okay. Yeah. You go. You get 15 people together, you beat it, you take the loot. I know my buddy Tall Peter, who is still playing WoW, and yeah. had also a big swinging dick for WoW Classic, yeah. had the Onyxia mount, and he's, okay. had, he's had it for like a decade almost. He got, okay. it, he got it when it was rare. I'm assuming in current WoW, you can just fucking buy it for two gold, because yeah. you just give away everything. Though. Well, there's no um, Onyxia mount now. In uh, Classic WoW, right. that might have been added in, like, the Burning Crusade or Wrath of the Lich King. He had it when we lived together, like, yeah. two, three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm sure it's out there. There's so I used many to go miles. into his room and watch him play WoW, because it's something I don't have experience with still, yeah. and I would yeah. just watch him play when he was unemployed. All yeah. he did was play WoW. <laughs> so, I want to give you guys, like, a tour, uh, a little bit of background, no- a knowledge on what Blackwing Lair is all about, and then a tour of the instance, uh, each dungeon, each boss, kind of a little bit of who they are, what they look like, and how to beat them, because some of them get pretty intricate. Please describe them to me, because I will draw them based solely on your descriptions, <laughs> and I will not look up any reference images this time. Perfect. I promise you, that regardless of joke, I okay. will use only your descriptions, and we will see what I can get. And, and my 
passing memory of the World of Warcraft art style. Pressure's on. Okay. Yeah. Dragons yeah. have underbites. I so I was wondering, should I tell this story in the way that a guild would normally approach this, where I retell the first boss a description of him over and over again and then maybe we finish up the first boss right before the podcast over then we get one attempt on the second boss and then we leave it on a cliffhanger and try again next week or? yeah i was gonna say you yeah. should probably just uh scrap this we'll just fucking end it now and yeah just post your entire note section into yeah. our discord okay, okay. <laughs> good good <laughs> yeah I, it took us a few weeks like i only beat blackwing laird like uh, that's we beat it the second week for the first group, and then the third week for the second group, uh, with a lot of practice and stuff. Today's so. March second. What was the second week? Date um, wise, yeah. To March second, this is the third week. The end. This is the last day of the third week. Okay. So, you guys could do the first light now. on the fifth day, and you looked to the east. Yeah. Okay. Sick. Yeah, so um, Blackwing Lair is the home of Nefarian. He is appears in his human guise as Lord Victor Nefarious, Lord of the Blackrock. Lord Victor Nefarious. Yeah. Great. Yep, that's him. Sounds trustworthy. Yep. Is yeah. he trustworthy, Jamie? He's not very trustworthy. Oh, oh, no. He's kind of a mad scientist. I can't believe I replied to his email saying he had one million gold for me in an escrow account in the, <laughs> on the Ivory Coast. <laughs> and then, and then he, told, he took all my money. Yeah, dude. There's scammers out there. Some guy's like, I will give you 10,000 gold, which is like more than I've ever had ever in World of Warcraft, but you just have to pay for my server transfer. I need to get out of here. I can only take so much money with me, but just... Pay for my server transfer. I'll send you the gold. Like, yeah, sure, that's gonna go well. Sorry, just I was laughing at that. Yeah, I'm yeah. also laughing at this because I have our Gmail open for when we do our lore bag. Uh, we have an email from from the United Nations. Nice. What do they have to say? Good afternoon. Please, did you receive my previous message? That sounds like a scam as well. S- speaking, yes. Yeah, speaking, speaking of Lord Nefarian, yeah. sending us shitty Gmails. <laughs> so, um, Lord Nefarious or Nefarian is his dragon name. He uh, is the son of Deathwing. And Deathwing is the big scary guy that you see on the covers of all the Cataclysm expansions. Yeah, he's the box art for Cataclysm. He's yep. uh, tremendously huge. Yeah. I know because just, just the the drag from his wings like blows down, like rips down a dam when he flies over it. That's why they call him a dragon. Yep. Oh, now <laughs> I get it. He's the leader of the Lord Black. Boys Cannon. <laughs> He's the leader of the Black Dragon Flight. So there's oh, okay. different like colors of dragons, and based on their color, they have different aspects or uh, like D and D. Yeah, exactly. Chromatic dragons. Yep, chromatic dragons. There's one uh, is the second last boss of this uh, instance, actually. Hmm. But uh, there was once many more dragon flights, but now there's only five. Uh, main ones there's some other ones there's like chromatic there's like twilight there's stuff like that but they're kind of subsections of these five major dragon flights. okay and five dragon flights are red green bronze blue and black red is uh life and power through like uh it's they're able they have red scales they breathe fire their fire can either destroy something or bring life to something interesting yeah so they're like good at empowering things around them adding magic to things that wouldn't normally have magic oh, like um, enchanters basically yeah and like the life of the, the... the artisans like the spyro dragons <laughs> maybe yeah like a little hint maybe things to come <laughs> I hint to one of our viewer mails at the end of the thing. Yes. Spyro's not in Blackwing Lair. Yeah, uh, spoilers for Gmail. Yeah. <laughs> in the last pause, Spyro the dragon. <laughs> yeah. Um, the leader of the red dragonflight is Alex Straza, if you've ever heard that name. I uh, have not. Is Hearth- he a good guy, bad guy? Uh, she's a good girl. 
Oh. Uh, and mostly good. When she's in a good mood, she's good, but she's gotten angry and like hurt people in the past. Kind Women, of am I right? <laughs> up, up high, gamers. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't clap there. <laughs> he clapped himself. <laughs> that, that was a Foley high five. <laughs> yes. The uh, boys do not endorse the previous statement. <laughs> <laughs> There's a green dragon flight. Um, that was... They spit acid? They actually don't. They're, they're kind of, like, aspected towards nature and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, all of, pretty much all the dragons got their power th- because of things before them. The titans gave them the power, basically. Okay. So, like, the titan Aonar charged Ysera, um, and her flight with the protection of the natural world in the Emerald Dream, a pristine realm of nature and magic. Uh, so the green have an affinity for animals and nature, and like the red... Uh, the green dragons are generally more approachable than the other flights, uh, primarily coming into conflict only with those who attempt to corrupt or destroy nature. Okay, they're the like the tree hugger dragons. Yeah, yeah. They communicate with the druids in the game a lot because the druids oh, yeah, get their yeah. druidic powers on meditating on the emerald dream, which is Ysera's domain. Okay. Uh, so, like, if you were a druid and Ysera approached you, you would be like pretty top shit druid. Like, okay, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the green dragons chain themselves to trees to. Stop them from being cut down. That's <laughs> Pretty their, much. That's their power. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Next up's the bronze dragonflight. They have yellow bronze scales and can breathe superheated sand. Um, <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Yeah. And uh, the whole thing with sand is uh, their their whole power is time. So it's like time oh, and an hourglass. Oh, that makes more sense. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they strip the paint off cars. Yeah. <laughs> they're blizzards. Um, quick, we need a new storyline. Quick, so we can make a new timeline. All right, Nazdormu. This last timeline was split, so we're ref- like fixing it to the main timeline now, which allows you to kill same bosses over and over again, which right. allows you to okay. do a bunch of silly stuff. Now, but... I'm not a big fucking nerd. I know this because uh, my buddy Oren is a huge nerd. Yeah. Uh, this is the DC Comics thing to do, because DC is currently <laughs> apparently doing another timeline reset because they... Just went two bananas, and they're doing another <laughs> timeline reset where they were like, Dr. Manhattan did it on Mars from The Watchmen. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, that whatever. sounds right. <laughs> or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, wow, I'm not super familiar with all of the storylines of every expansion. I played most of... Mostly I played classic, although I usually check in at every expansion, but I know they've done this in the past. Yeah, but. do you log into a current WoW server just to see what kind of trash there is, or are you just classic only? I usually play classic, just because like, if I'm going to be spending my time on the game, I'd rather do it in a, a thing that can benefit my guild and like yeah. work on my characters and stuff. But I want to I- make the least progress possible, so <laughs> I, I log into classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my did- time is ha- of no value whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I did log in and like played my own my old character through uh the lich king raid at one point like oh, a cool. while back uh, that was before the arthas episode to get ready for do you that. have a priest on that too i have a priest i have a mage i have a paladin i have uh I, I have a warlock usually every time a new expansion comes out i'll start from level one and i'll level all the way to the top oh, okay cool. and it's incredibly easy to do nowadays you could do it in like a month just playing a couple hours like after work kind of yeah. thing and classic is uh, is a lot longer i'd run major pally if i ever played nice yeah. mages and classic are like broken strong like can solo dungeons by themselves well obviously by themselves but like it, <laughs> <laughs> like they have a lot of cc so they can basically they run into a big crowd of people they use an ice block which turns them into a giant ice and then all the monsters come close to them then they get out of the ice block they have a power called blink so they blink away so now everything's all bunched up in one little pack moving towards cool. them they use uh cone of cold which will freeze them all into place or frost nova 
Zelda, rather. And then you yeah, Kona Cold is from both D and D, Dragon Age, and I guess it, they called it something else. Yeah. And WoW too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, wow. it's just a different ability. Yeah. It, well, it's a it's a triangle of of ice that does damage and yep. and crowd control. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly that's it. it. So they're just so good at crowd control and like bunching enemies up that they can do these crazy XP farms, these crazy loot farms, because they can just bring, like, 100 enemies stacked on top to be, like, a single model and then just kill them all. With oh, and then AOE. nuke them. Yeah, exactly. Sweet. Yep, mages are very strong. Paladins, I'm not sure, because I play Horde, but... Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up's the blue dragonflight. So we have, so far, we had the red. Their fire can give life or take it away. We had the green. They're aspected towards nature, druidic powers, the emerald dream... Uh, bronze. They breathe potting soil. Yes, potting soil. Yeah. Bronze uh, shoots sand and control time. Uh, usually, Just pocket sand. <laughs> <laughs> usually, they stay out of things. Like you don't see a bronze dragon out in the wild very often. It's only if there's something wrong with the one true timeline, as they call it, then one will come out of nowhere. Oh, they're time cops. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then the blue dragonflight are. Water? Actually, just arcane. They're like all things magic. Oh, yeah. Like, that's you generally I would have thought would be purple because arcane spells are purple and wow. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's blue. It's it's arcane. Uh, they they can breathe frost as well. Um, during the ordering, it sounds like cheating. Yeah. <laughs> during the ordering, <laughs> two magic powers. Fuck you. Yeah, they get pa- magic and cold. Yeah. That's not fair. Well, the other ones get sand and time travel. <laughs> oh yeah, emerald nature and. Na- uh, other nature uh, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> life uh, life but just plants this time yeah. sand and time travel magic and the, and snow it's like yep. okay I'm seeing a distinct advantage here yep next up is the black dragon flight and these dragons can breathe magma cool and they're also um, deathwing which is nefarian's father yeah. nefarian being the last boss of BWL deathwing was charged with taking care of the earth so azeroth basically oh, okay yeah um, the Titans, uh, some other Titans or something else at one point corrupted him and started using him to destroy the world. So the one thing that he was tasked with protecting, he ended up kind of fucking up. But in Cataclysm, they they go through all of that. I'm yeah, not, Deathwing comes out in, in yeah. that one. So how much how much pressure uh, is inside of a black dragon? Does the magma like shoot out, or does it just like dribble out <laughs> through their teeth? <laughs> is it like it's, a? It's pretty thick. <laughs> is it like a volcano where they're just like they can only breathe after they've hit a certain pressure <laughs> on the inside? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They the ambitious Neltharian. Uh, so Neltharian is Deathwing's real name. Oh. Uh, he was chosen by the old gods to be their ultimate tool of destruction, and their corruption eventually spread to the entire dragon flight. So if you see a black dragon, uh, they're bad. Anixia's a black dragon. Uh, Nefarian's a black dragon. Anixia and Nefarian are brother and sister, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Deathwing. Deathwing, uh, daddy. Yeah. Uh, so the the price... Uh, so the the prince of the black dragonflight, Nefarian. The price of the black yeah, dragon. I wrote that. Yeah, <laughs> the prince. Uh, he is the last boss of Blackwing Lair, and we'll talk more about him soon. But first, we'll start from the beginning. Okay. So you have to go through like you have to go kill a guy, get a note, and then run Upper Blackrock Spire once all the way through and touch an orb, and now you're attuned for Blackwing Lair. Okay, it's a, it's a relay race basically. Yeah, it's super easy attunement compared to Anixia where you have to fly like halfway around the world six times find this one guy who's just pacing across a province and could be anywhere. Uh, like, it's thing after thing after thing. It took it takes the better part of a weekend to get it done. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, 
I, I mentioned on our last episode, which was the interview. If you guys haven't checked out The Other Worlds, you probably should. Yep. Uh, he interviewed us last week. I had mentioned that I picked up Destiny 2 like that like that weekend yeah, yeah. after two months. Uh, I'm done now because I unlocked the seasonal armor set. Uh, so it took me exactly a week. But I was doing some exotic quests in between. And I have the exact same thing. Uh, it, that reminds me a lot of just like... I'm not willing to do the exotic quests that have more than like five steps that yeah. aren't all on the exact same planet. I would never hunt for a man who is wandering out in the forest just waiting yeah. to be spoken to to attune for I, that. You have to find him twice, too. I did it in on both of my characters so far, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um, so first up, you, get, you go through the attunement, you get in, and there's no like... What, um, is there a lore reason behind attunement? Uh, it's just to be, is it gameplay or in universe? I'm actually not sure. The way that it works for this one is you find a note from a commander, mm-hmm. and he tells you about this orb that can get you into the lair. And the upper Blackrock Spire is the highest point before actually getting into the Black uh, Blackwing lair. Okay, and it is Nefarian's domain. Uh, to you do meet Nefarian, and the second boss in this thing... I know a guy who knows a guy who knows an orb, and yeah. he, he can get you into the club. Don't worry about it, yeah. man. You know Nefarian's a bad dude, and you want to get to him, and you basically find a way to get through by killing a guy who had a note that was supposed to be delivered to another general, but you intercepted it and okay. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So the first up uh, is Razor Gore the Untamed. You come in... Razor Gore the Untamed. Yes! <laughs> I'm sorry, I was I was making fun of Destiny 2 off air for how fucking stupid the writing is. No, man. Some this of the is cool. some of the writing in WoW is also pretty dumb. <laughs> I like it. Like it does sound like somebody found like their 11-year-old kids like graph paper sketchbook and, and stole the names out of it. This this raid is legitimately super well designed. Like Molten Core is kind of uninteresting next to it like in molten core you before you fight the first boss you have to kill like a bunch of other bosses uh not even bosses sorry like other small things monsters up. the flame wakers or whatever yeah, yeah. Well, the flame wakers are the bosses but you I just have know. to like kill like a core hound and then a, a, a lava elemental and stuff okay, like yeah. that but you get into this one and you're at the first boss you're just looking at the room oh okay cool. and in front of you there's about uh, i want to say 30 eggs just all lined up and there's an orb at one side of the room on a platform, and it's a rectangular room. So the rectangular room, uh, you have to go into the room and to the left side onto the platform and touch the orb to basically begin the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that this works is the orb of domination. One person touches it, and they take control of the boss. Yeah, you mentioned this, where you use yeah. the boss to smash his own eggs, or yeah. her own eggs, right? Yes, exactly, his own eggs. He's He is, like, uh, one of the higher-up generals uh, of Nefarian. Yeah, they teach you to be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> <laughs> they task him with uh, protecting all the eggs, and then you use, you take his, you mind-control him and destroy all the eggs. Bad organization. Yeah. So, hey, you keep an eye on our entire brood, okay? We'll leave him at the front door. Make sure nobody, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You will leave you, the eggs, and this thing that can dominate your mind yep. in in the foyer. <laughs> you make sure nobody fucks with this, okay? And yep. he's like, "Yes, sir, Dad." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and he well, has I a lot do of that, Dad. He has a lot of backup too. He has all these orcs uh, that are corrupted by the Black Dragon Flight. Are they gray skinned? Uh, they are actually. Yeah. yeah, I think I've seen these guys before. Yeah, they're the Black Rock orcs. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. So they'll stop. Uh, Razor Gore wants to protect the eggs. 
the Blackrock orcs are there as well. You first come in, you kill three orcs really quickly, you take control of the boss. If you do not take control of the boss and you try and just kill him, he will kill everybody in the like you cannot beat him before beating the oh, okay yeah. he has like too much hp or just does too much damage yeah he has an ability that just kills everyone like oh, okay. if you that's, try and do it the wrong way that's good okay yeah <laughs> instant fail puzzle yep um so then you do that you take control of him as soon as you start taking control of him and breaking the eggs from each of the four corners there are dragons that are on four legs kind of on the ground. They look like worms almost with four legs and they waddle around. Do they have wings? Uh, they do, but uh, they're like small wings and they don't actually fly. I believe that would be a drake. So it's a drake, Technically, yeah. yeah. Razorgore is also a drake. He looks like a bigger oh, version of these guys. Oh, okay. Um, buff drake. Yeah. There's two strategies to do Not this. Not wheelchair drake. He's buff drake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, there's two <laughs> different imagine. He's like, you take control of this dragon in a wheelchair and just start like rampaging him through a bunch of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like that guy. He's kind of a little. He does shady stuff. That Drake guy. Which Drake? Yes, human Drake. Yeah, human Drake. Yeah, yeah, like grooming women and stuff. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> this isn't about Drake. It's about Drakes. Yeah, but if you do want to beat. Um, Drake, in real life, you have to kill all his eggs first. Yeah, Drake does have a lot of eggs in his Toronto mansion. In his foyer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Toronto mansion. (laughs) Yeah. So this encounter is super unique. There's uh, a couple ways to do it. You have to have one person who's the designated designated egg smasher. Sorry, if you go into Drake's house and touch the 15-year-old girl he has there, you can control his mind. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, like... Like I was trying to say, there's four corners. There's orcs and dragons coming out of all four corners at, like, an alarming pace. So you have to either split your raid into four equal parts to, like, defeat the adds as they come out. So that's 10-10-10? 10-10-10, but sort of like that. That's 30, but you understand what I'm talking about. You split them in a way because the you want to put the four in each corner. You have... Basically, your melee attackers are in the corner. Then you have your ranged attackers in the middle. So if any one corner is getting out of a hand, you can point them in the right oh, direction. Oh, they can swivel, basically. Okay. Yeah, and the healers are in the middle, too. That's where you are. That's where I would be. We didn't use the four-corner strat, though. We use a strat where everybody stays on the platform, and we let everyone come to us, and we just CC the fuck out of them, fear bomb them. Like, we're doing everything so they just don't attack us. Because if you destroy all the eggs, all the adds despawn. So okay. we're, like, kiting okay. them. We're just trying to keep them busy for as long as we possibly oh, can. okay. Now, this occurred to me when I, again, this week I played Destiny, and using the Prometheus lens, which is an exotic laser gun, that I said was good at clearing out adds as well. Ads is, like, short for additional enemies, I'm assuming. We covered it in one of the episodes, but I think so, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't even know what... I don't know what proc, ads... Proc, we covered in the Corrupted Blood. Like, I know what a proc is. It's but a I, special process. I, oh, okay. Yeah, we covered it in a while ago. All right, well, I'm done. That's all my <laughs> questions. <laughs> special process, and it usually means if this happens, then this triggers, or 30% of the time, this will trigger, which gives you an extra ability. Or yeah, extra proc something. bleed, and then you take yeah. damage over time directly to your health. Yeah, something like that. Dots to your HP. So yeah. No full words. After you get all the eggs down, the enemies, you either kill them, or they despawned. This is like a long time, too. Do this they despawn, like f- or do they just turn around and run? Despawn. Okay. And th- this is like five minutes. This is a long-ass time. Um, most people are like out of mana, they're kind of hurting. Um, now, the boss, you're able to beat him. 
You have to get a tank onto him. He has something called Conflagration, which is just a crazy debuff that gets put onto you that you take a ton of damage. So everybody's hiding from the Conflagration around a corner. You're either behind a pillar or like line of sighting behind something. That sounds like a curse word from the 1890s. <laughs> that gosh darn it Conflagration. Conflagration. <laughs> Confound and Conflagration. Tannin for gold. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then once you do that, it's you have to hide for every conflagration, then pop out, heal, do damage, hide for the conflagration, and just let your tanks deal with the conflagration. Okay, cool. But it's like you're imagine all four corners, right? You're killing stuff, killing stuff, killing stuff. Now get into position. So forty people got to run all to this one little spot before he shoots out his flame breath and fucks you up. Okay, but, yeah. you guys all have to huddle into the same elevator, basically. Yeah, yeah. So once you've beaten that. That's awesome. Uh, that took us the better part of our first night of raiding of four hours. Just get that down because there's a lot of moving parts. Um, I did the uh, fucking Leviathan raid once with Pony Plays. Check them out on Twitch. Yeah. It took us like two and a half hours just to get to the last boss. And I'm just, I am not mentally cut out for raids of any kind. No, they're fun though. They're fun. It's it's a challenge that a group of people come together to overcome. Yeah. And when you actually do overcome it, it's a... It's a ton, a ton of fun. Yeah. And next up, not Destiny, is World of Warcraft, Veilstraws the Corrupt. So he is... He's the next boss? Yeah, next okay. boss. He's from the Red Dragonflight. Oh, okay. He's actually a good guy. But uh, you actually meet him ahead of time, and he is hidden as an orc, then hidden as a human, and he helps you get a key. They, okay, they can shapeshift. Yeah, they can, okay. all the dragons can shapeshift. There's a lot of... Onyxia, the... Alliance storyline for it is she's like a government official. Oh, she would be. Yeah. <laughs> and then at one point you find out that she's an evil black dragon and then she flies off to a lair full of magma and like and uh, other dragons. And so yeah. That's, yeah, that's her. But Veilstraws, she is the second boss and she's just laying down and then it looks like she's sleeping in the next room. So you all go in. You can go up. You can like step on her and she won't wake up. You have to wait until someone talks to her. But she's a really cool mechanic. The when you talk to her, the reason that she's there is she challenged Nefarian, but she lost. Oh, okay. Or he, sorry. And he um is now corrupted. So he's Veilstraus the corrupt. Oh, that makes so sense, yeah. He tries to empower you to be able to defeat Nefarian, but it comes at a cost. So he has this thing called burning adrenaline, and at the beginning of the fight, everybody has unlimited mana, unlimited rage, unlimited uh energy, basically whatever you're your cost is for your abilities doesn't exist it's, anymore. He just gives you everybody steroids, basically. Yeah. Okay. So you can use your biggest heals, your biggest spells. Your with no like rogues do crazy amount of damage here because they just get behind the dragon and use this backstab ability over and over again, like oh, every okay, second, yeah. and it's insane the amount of damage that goes out in this fight. It's a really fun fight because everybody just like gets an unlimited clip on their gun. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a couple different things that happen, though. There's one that she does pulsing fire from underneath, or him. I always want to call the red ones girls. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the lipstick? Yeah. All cats are girls and all dogs are boys. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. No, so then she does this pulsing fire from underneath, so everybody's taking fire damage consistently, all the time, all the time. So you have to be healing all the time. You, always, you have a ton of mana, so that's fine. Uh, she can give someone, basically infuses them with power, but they will die in 30 seconds and blow up and can blow up the entire raid. Oh, okay. Is this the same thing you were talking about? It's like the living bomb. Oh, excuse me. Okay. So yeah, it's like the living bomb the from same Bar mechanic for, for two raids or similar rather similar. Uh, the thing is with this one is it takes the cooldowns off your abilities. So oh. now you have unlimited mana, unlimited abilities, and you're your health is ticking down. You can heal through it and damage through it, but it's super dangerous because if you got hit really hard, you would 
the explosion is triggered not on a timer, but when you die. Okay, cool. and you're more much more susceptible to dying. It's like shooting coke into your eyes, basically. Yeah. You're, you're just so much faster, There's but str- your heart might explode. That's it. There's strategies that would say maybe it's a good idea to shoot coke in your eyes just to get the last few hits in. Right. But most of the time, you just want to run away from the party and make sure nobody else dies. Right, right, right. Yeah. The Lord boys again do not endorse that previous statement. No. <laughs> it's a good no. idea to shoot coke in your eyes. <laughs> She's known as the Guild Destroyer. Um, it's really hard to beat her. Oh, does she ruin friendships as well? Yes, oh, yeah, okay. very much so. It takes like, or probably, like it's DPS is the biggest thing. You have to make sure you have enough damage to actually get through her, and you can only survive for like three minutes because she does so much consistent damage to the raid. Even though you have unlimited mana, yeah, you will die after a short amount of time. But so, if you if you don't get the smack into your eyeballs, you still have cooldowns, correct? Yeah, you still have okay. cooldowns, but you just add unlimited costs. Like, the way that healing uh, would work is usually split a healer into a bunch of groups, and they use their biggest group heal on all of the things. And, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, My cat has opinions, apparently. She's taking What's a poop? going on there, Screamer? Yeah, she's taking a poop. Yeah. I wonder if her opinion picked up on the, on, on the mics. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, so next up is Broodlord Lashlayer. Broodlord. Broodlord, yeah. yes. He's keeping an eye on the eggs. As a boss, he is not that hard. But uh, to get up to him, there's something called the suppression room, also known as the depression room. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's incredibly hard. So in... Everybody walks through it, goes into debt, yeah. <laughs> comes out the other end, completely unemployable. Oh my god, man. It's so hard. So picture, um, it's a long room with these... Uh, small traps that stick out they look like little cylinders that stick out of the ground and they pour gas out of them okay um rogues can sneak ahead and disarm these traps and they absolutely need to okay yeah because uh if the raid i mean it prevents the rest of your party from being gassed to death i'm assuming the gas will uh slow the time between your attacks and your movement speed by like 80 percent or something makes you move at like a snail's pace and you just can't do anything it's a dentist gas yeah yeah okay and nitrous oxide (laughs) everyone's giggling and getting killed by dragons and stuff the youtube videos all go very viral (laughs) yeah yeah no they so that alone is hard enough because to get through there you need to coordinate it i think like two or three different rogues because they have to be there's also um patrols i almost called them pats because you call them in game okay uh, yeah that makes sense of um orcs and dragons and then a bunch of tiny whelps which are just like baby dragons yeah and they're everywhere like this reminds me of leroy jenkins because they're fighting a bunch of tiny dragons when they get smoked whelps yeah that's in uh in upper black rock spire you can run into a place and if you don't step on the eggs then they don't come out but this guy ran in and stepped on all the eggs and spawned a million little tiny dragons (laughs) but it's like that there's like hundreds and hundreds of them and their respawn timer is like so short so basically you have to have a rogue moving ahead, disarming traps, and you need to be killing things and consistently moving. Because if you stall in one place, it'll respawn right on top of you. Oh, shit. Okay. So you have four, 40 people who have to be moving, avoiding traps, disarming traps, killing things. You actually don't even want to kill the small whelps. You want to keep them alive until you make enough progress and then kill them all at once. Just so they don't respawn. Interesting. Because okay. as soon as they die, they'll respawn sooner. Yeah. So you keep them alive. That's a strategy in Devil Daggers as well, which is an okay. uh, indie game I was playing for a while. Yeah. yeah. Is to to farm crystals, basically, to yeah. get your upgrades faster. Yeah. You don't kill the spawn pods. Yeah. So you fight a hell of a lot more enemies, but end up stronger faster. Yeah, that's, okay. that's kind of like that. And 
if you like if someone dies on this room it's very hard to even be able to resurrect them because you stay in combat all the time uh. um if you basically if you need to do a bathroom break everyone does it before this room because nobody can be afk nobody can be half attention like you have to it's like a sweatshop yeah <laughs> jesus christ yeah and it takes about 15 minutes to get through and then you're at Broodlord Lashlayer, the boss. So you have this incredibly coordinated, unforgiving room that you have to, like, trudge through. And if you fail the boss fight, you have to go through it again. So yes. this is why it's called the Depression Room. Yeah, yeah, it sounds great. If it, it easily can add, like, an hour to your raid time if you wipe two times, you know? So okay. it's like... Yeah. So that's it, brutal. Yeah, but I understand how overcoming this is fun. Like, I yeah. get WoW Classic. Yeah. I am a Souls boy. Yeah. Right, I have played the vast majority, like all the Souls games for one, and yeah. the vast majority of Souls likes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like I understand what it's like to, uh, you know, in your off time, uh, punish yourself for being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like when it works and everybody's working together, it feels great. Like we got through it in well, one shot. Yeah, you're shot. probably just mainlining adrenaline. It's got to feel awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like tucking in. We're like, all right, kill all the whelps, and like your heart's pumping, yeah. and like, like this is raiding. You know, like oh, there's 40 of us, and we're we're so in sync right now. Now this is pod racing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so then you finally get to Broodlord, Lashlayer. You have to run all the range into a little cubby so they can't see him because he has a thing called Blast Wave that shoots, like, an AoE attack. Uh, he has something called Mortal Strike, which can crit for 8,000 damage on a warrior uh, tank, let's say. Okay. Uh, uh, I, not knowing the HP values, wow, shrugs yeah. a lot. I was about to tell you, it's, it, that's about how much... Um, they would have. Okay. And, like, they have to take a flask of a Titans, which is, like, a, a very, very costly uh, consumable that would increase their health for two hours to be able to survive this kind cool. of thing. Cool, okay. Yeah. So, that's what happened. I uh, you can get, like, 12 million health now in standard WoW. Yeah, no, eight, six to 8,000 is pretty okay, average. Cool, cool. And then uh, you can get up to, like, 10,000 with some crazy buffs and stuff like that. Hmm. But... Uh, it's really hard because I need to, as a healer, keep my tank at full all the time. You're trained as a healer to only heal when you need to. Yeah. Like, if there's a small amount missing, like, just wait for him to take a little more damage so you're using your mana more efficiently. Do you're... heal spells do a percentage or a fixed amount? Uh, like, a fixed... Well, not exact amount, but more a fixed amount than a percentage. Like, it, it could like be... Do you, two... do you heal for 1,200? 2,000 to 3,000 this one could hit. Oh, two... okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's, it's not like heal ally 30% of their HP. No. It's uh, the classic RPG damage range sort of yes. thing. Yes, okay. and then it's affected by your healing spell power and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, yeah. so you build usually to have you more healing. You can juice it, but... Yeah. Okay. So th this is why, like, you, it's really hard because it goes against everything you've done up to this point as a healer where you're using your mana efficiently you want to overheal on this boss which overhealing is usually a waste of mana but you got to keep your tank full the whole time yeah because he can get one shot basically exactly okay. if he's not at full then he will die when he gets moral strike oh okay okay Interesting. so is there a is there a damage reduction from it if you're at full hp no, it just means you have enough damage to uh, you have enough health to okay. survive one hit. You just need to put enough blood back into his body, yeah. So that when it all gets knocked out again, he's okay. He needs to be like fully healthy, or okay. else he's not going to make okay. it through this. Yeah, yeah. Three square meals. You got to make sure he's had his breakfast. <laughs> yeah. So that's what you do basically as a priest, eh? Yeah. You 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 wake up early, cook everybody their breakfast, and make sure they're all ready for the day. Definitely, the yeah. day's raid. Yep, I've, I was making, grilling up some squid for my rogue friend the other day. Nice. And stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Don't leave without your slice of cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, UNICEF. 
I want you to eat it all the way down to the rind. Don't waste any of the melon flesh. <laughs> so this boss is not that hard, to be honest. Like, once you actually get to him, uh, it's not so bad. The hardest part is getting to him and being... Um, the depression room is worse than the boss. Yeah, okay, yeah. and it really hurts your positioning, too, because there's a place everyone needs to be, and if one of those traps is left up and people can't move to get into their position, yeah. it's, if you get into your position and everyone's doing their job, it's easy going, but... Yeah, I mean, it's just like real life, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if everybody's doing things properly, everything else is easier. Yep. Uh, so Razor he drops bracers among other things. Um, bracers yep. being gloves without fingers, basically. Yeah, it's a wrist guard. They're just wrist guards. Yeah, because yeah, gloves are uh, are coming up. But uh, Veil Straws, uh, the life bind or the corrupt, the one that uh, does the sleeping thing, gives you all the power, gives you belts, uh, and boots come from Broodlord. Okay. Up next, we have the three dragons, which were called loot pinatas in most of the videos uh, leading up to them uh, coming out. But we found out that one of them is actually much harder than even the last boss for a lot of oh, people. Oh, really? Yeah. And his name's Firemaw. Okay. Uh, these are... I haven't really described what they look like, right? Uh, the first one, Veilstraw, or Bracegor was... Well, you gave us their aspect, their color. Yeah. yeah. But they're not all just, like, dragon. Like, yeah, well, one of them's yeah. a drake. He's got tiny little baby wings. You described drake and a wheelchair. That's right. Yeah. Next up is a dragon, a red sleeping dragon on the ground, so it looks like a classic dragon. Yeah. Uh, Broodlord Lashlayer, he's bipedal. He kind of has dragon features in his face, and he does have a tail. He has um one of those, like... He's a scaly. Yeah. <laughs> he has one of those weapons that is, like, a stick, and then on both ends are a blade. Oh, a glaive. A glaive, yeah. yeah so he has, cool. he has a glaive, and he kind of spins it. There's, like, these ads that remind me of Star Wars Kid. Have you seen that YouTube video? Yeah, of course, of, yeah. Like... <laughs> Fat <laughs> Kid with the broomstick? Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, this one room, and there's three of them at the end of the room, and they all just come at you, like, slowly spinning <laughs> their swords. <laughs> They're, like, American Gladiator guys with the big Q-tip things? Yeah. yeah. I, just, I laugh every time call them fucking nerds <laughs> <laughs> as I eat my next like fucking pizza pocket and play wow yeah. <laughs> look at like these add-ons they're nerd <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. so the next three bosses are Firebot, Ebon Rock, and Flamegore these are like classic dragons that you would picture uh, instead of sleeping four or, legs, like, two wings Thick rim glasses. Uh, yes, that's what I. That's a classic dragon for me. And they're flying too. Like they're using their wings, uh, and they're okay. they're only like a foot off the ground, but they're always flying. Okay. And they're big dragons. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. germaphobes. They don't want to touch the ground. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Jesus. Nefarian does a lot of nasty stuff in his labs, so they don't want to. Okay, touch yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Nefarian, um, who's the last boss, is known for like taking dragons apart and then sewing them together to make these like giant monstrosities. You had mentioned this. Yeah. A week or two ago, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. and then which sounds fucking rad. He's basically making meat golems out yeah. of out of dragons. He fe- he like injects dragon like ultra powerful dragons blood into different animals to see what'll happen. Is it a good thing that happens? We'll find out. Okay, <laughs> we'll find out about one of them. But like, there's a room leading up to uh, the second last boss where there's just dragon corpses like littered about in these like what look like um, you know those like garbage things that that have like these teeth they're they're interlocking gears and you can throw oh, metal into the it garbage and... shredding things yeah yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, it'll yeah. just like grind it down yeah there's a bunch of dragon corpses just like on top of those like surrounding all the rooms Holy shit. and a pool of dragon blood that like is a moat around the room which i like to go and emote lay down in because my whole face goes underneath it <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, Nefarian's pretty much a monster. Uh, there's a reason why a lot of people don't like him, while why the Red Dragons would even like interfere in uh, his goings-on, because he's a, a bad, bad dude. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's a crazy science dragon. Mm-hmm. I'm not... Uh... I'm not in favor of whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah, it's very nefarious. You had, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's why. <laughs> uh, he, you, he had me. At the, I was just like the dragon, the dragon flesh golems. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Mode of dragon blood. Mm, so it's a bit <laughs> not just tacky. Yeah, it's tacky. Yeah. <laughs> but also cruel and unusual. It is. Yeah. Uh, although, like the player. Going up to defeat him is kind of cruel. The things you do is like take control of a dragon and destroy its own eggs with its own hands. Like that's pretty brutal too. Yeah, but aren't these? <laughs> I guess it's all a matter of perspective. But are yeah. they not evil? They are. Yeah. They are there evil. we go. They are evil. There seems like better ways to do it than to use its own hands to destroy its brood. But... Yeah, the psychological warfare seems like a uh, <laughs> seems like you're just doing it on purpose. Honestly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can, it's like you're, you're you're all fucking wizards. Just kill them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, this is the orb of domination on one side is you take control, and on the other side there's the orb of submission where they tie you up into a leather gimp suit and hit you with their dragon tails. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. No, yeah, it's uh, that's uh, Lord Boy's cannon. The big studded letter A on it. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so we have. Lord Boy's... <laughs> I like the, I like the infliction here with this. That's Lord Boy's cannon. <laughs> <laughs> So we have Firemaw, Ebonrock, and Flamegore. Um, they're full-fledged flying black dragons. Uh, they look like a dragon out of Game of Thrones, out of any dragon that you've seen, usually in modern fantasy. Yeah, it, think of any dragon you've ever met and look like that. Yeah, exactly. Firemaw is for Drake. probably the hardest one. You have to do this crazy line of sight stuff. He can kill you in a single shot. He is the first dragon that you encounter that has the ability called Shadow Flame, which only the strongest of strongest black dragon flights can use. And to be able to survive a shot of Shadow Flame, you need to kill Anixia enough times and make a cloak out of her scales. So, Sweet. So you eventually go and challenge Nefarian, who also has dragon's fl- uh, or sorry, um, Shadow Flame. Shadow Flame. And you approach her, 40 people wearing his sister's skin, to go fight him. And you're saying Nefarian's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. How that... dare you use the corpses of dragons as your science project, he says, wearing the corpse. 40 people say, wearing the corpse of a dragon. <laughs> of his sister, no less. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so you need uh, Onyxia's scales. This is something that the Guild Bank starts collecting like right from when Classic came out. So whenever Blackwing Lair came out, we had enough scales to make enough cloaks that we could okay. have two raid groups go in. Oh, okay. The stuff that we saved That's up. That's what, 80? Yeah, yeah, we had about eighty people come in and come out. We had someone rage quit in the middle of the, the raid last night. Like, that turnover is hard. You got to always be recruiting. As an officer, I'm not having as much fun anymore. It's sometimes like, it's like you're managing a call center. It's it like is. You always have yeah. to be overstaffed in your guilds. Yeah. you know, turnover is too high. Yeah, yeah. Pay is <laughs> not pay's not good enough. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, at least when you actually have a shitty job, like we all used to. Uh, yeah. At least it, it it wasn't forty employees and two of them randomly get paid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, so yeah, you roll, roll for your salary. Yeah, <laughs> roll on your ability to eat this week, <laughs> <laughs> and that is going to uh, my crits don't lie four twenty. <laughs> All right, big grats, big grats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck. Um. <laughs> 
Yeah, so Firemaw, you have he has this thing that basically if he can see you, you'll start uh, taking these debuff stacks. Uh, so all of the melee and um, ranged have to duck out from line of sight if, as soon as you get four to five of these stacks. Okay. Uh, the heal healing this is a fucking mess because everyone's taking a ton of damage. The You also have to line of sight the boss as a healer, so you shouldn't be able to see your tank, but not the boss. And from two different angles of a, of a door frame, basically, you, you kind of run him into a door frame. Some people stay on one side of the door, like on the opposite side. And then some people stay on the same side of the door, but on the opposite side of the door, kind of like in a cubby behind it. Okay. And the line of sight is just a nightmare. If, if the tank messes up and moves like two steps to the right, everyone could die. If the healers step out too far, everyone can die. If the range DPS are not tucking in to let their stacks fall off, everyone can die. This one, um, to me, it's the hardest boss of Blackwing Lair. Okay, okay. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, after that, you have two fights with the other similar dragons that look the same. These are called the loot pinatas. The first one definitely is not a loot pinata. The next two really much more feel like it. Okay. Uh, you have Ebon Rock. Loot yeah. pinata, presumably, just because they have pretty decent rolls on their drops and yeah. aren't that hard to kill. Exactly. Like, if you can get past the depression room, you should be fine for these next three okay. uh, fights, was the idea. <laughs> but uh, it was not the case. Like, Firemaw was a really tough one. It, it, we stalled a lot on Firemaw. Okay. Ebon Rock is after Firemaw. He looks really similar. Big dragon flying around, a foot off the ground. His special ability is Shadow of Ebon Rock. When a player is struck with uh, this, they heal the drake tremendously. So, like if, a vampiric thing? Yeah, it's like he hits you with it, and then every time he damages you, he'll heal himself for that much. Oh, shit. So you have three tanks, and anytime they get the Shadow of Ebon Rock debuff, yeah. the other tank will taunt to take it off of that tank. Okay. So it's one, two, three. One, two, three. So it, the tanks require a lot of coordination just to make sure um, the boss is attacking the right thing. And then the DPS has to be careful not to do too much damage on the handoffs because they might trigger the dragon to turn around and then fuck it. The whole raid kind of okay. thing. Okay, yeah. You, you tank them in a corner. Uh, all the all the tanks are in the corner just trading um, aggro. Okay, so this is a boss rush. You don't have to fight all three at the same time. You fight them in a row. In a, yeah, like okay. one after another. There's yeah. there's some trash in between or what's just the monsters that are not bosses. Um, yeah, a trash mob. Yeah, yeah, trash mobs are very hard in Blackwing Lair. Some of them we wiped on trash more than the bosses. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's like these goblin technicians that throw bombs from like super far and there's like 12 of them so they can all just throw bombs at you then there's all of the the ads have like elemental weaknesses that change every week at random oh, and then <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's part of the thing is like everybody if i'm a hunter i use my arcane shot and my serpent sting to check for arcane and nature damage on a boss oh okay. uh, the mage will do their arcane frost and fire and basically as soon as you identify the weakness and the strength uh you call it out Okay. So then that way we know how to focus and take them down. Interesting. It requires a lot of communication. Yeah. And then meanwhile, there's a bunch of goblins throwing bombs at you. So yeah. <laughs> All the while, yeah. goblins causing problems. Yeah. Alex Jones was right. Goblins. <laughs> fat, pot-bellied goblins. The goblinists. <laughs> Almost an anagram. Yeah. Uh, next up is Flamegore after Ebonrock. They're, like, standing right next to each other. You could accidentally pull both of them if you're not careful. Oh. But we pulled them away. Uh, it's never happened. We pulled both. Uh, this one's a hunter fight. As much as it's important for the tanks to hold aggro, DPS to do their thing, and the heals to keep everyone up, 
uh, they it enrages. So an ability that you got in Molten Core that we talked about one of the last times is called Tranquilizing Shot, and you get it off the first boss to be able to kill the second boss. Okay. It's the basically whenever the Core Hound would get angry, you would shoot it with Trank Shot to make it smaller again to make it do oh, less damage. All right. Yeah. Uh, this boss has the same mechanic. And is part of the reason why I got roped into going to a raid I didn't want to last night. Because there weren't enough hunters. And I had a hunter oh. with Trank Shot. And they're like, we don't have enough Trank Shots to clear this. Please, we need you. And I went. And it was fine. But <laughs> yeah. So dedicated. Yeah, yeah. What else were you going to do? Uh, I wanted to play Slay the Spire and watch oh, yeah. live PD on my... Oh my TV! <laughs> Just watch people get arrested. Dude, I've been watching so much live PD. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like fucking <laughs> eating popcorn and calling the shots. Like I know what's coming next. Someone's like, "Am I being arrested?" I'm like, "No, you're being detained, dude." Like, is this your first rodeo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my trash TV uh, YouTube clip binge is always fucking uh, kitchen nightmares. Okay, oh, nice. I love Gordon Ramsay, man. Nice. So I watch so much of it. Yeah, it is. I love live that PD. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I saw this one. There was they knock on a door. It looks like a destitute house, and there's this guy, and he's really amped up, and he just has a whole ass ham in his hand, and he's <laughs> eating it like an apple, <laughs> like the the classic like semicircular like yeah. rump. Yeah, like like the rind on the outside. <laughs> he's just eating it like an apple, and he's like, "What are you guys doing here? You're, you're interrupting my dinner." I'm, like, I'm just trying to eat here, and then he goes in, and there's like. Another guy is like, oh, careful, don't step there. That's my pentagram. There's like a pentagram on the ground. And throughout the the whole segment, okay. the whole segment, he eats the entire rump of ham. This is some fucking Florida shit right here. This it is, is from Florida. Yeah, no shit. I, sorry, it, I, it wasn't just the fucking uh, handheld ham wad that gave it away. The pentagram, too. It's yeah. just like, all right. Yeah. And we're pretty sure it's like... Uh, like an abandoned home that he's just squatting in because everything's so destitute. And he keeps saying like, yeah, I'm the homeowner. Yeah. That's my uncle's dad, uh, who owns the house. He's not here. Give it to me. Yeah. He's like chomping this ham. Just telling this crazy story. <laughs> Life PD, Florida ham. You'll get it. You if got you're a, sir, you got a license for that ham. <laughs> the cops, the cops the whole time are like, you enjoying that ham? <laughs> I would, love, I would love to be a fly on the wall for that. Where it's just, well, I guess Live PD is fly on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, you can't really get mad or afraid. But the cops are probably so confused. They're yeah. just like, nothing uh, at the academy could have ever prepared me for this. No, no. They, they went on their way afterwards. Did they, why were they there? Um, his roommate uh, said that he was try- threatening to kill him and stuff like that. And Seems the roommate, like the kind of guy who would do that. Yeah, the roommate yeah. ended up just leaving. But the roommate looked all strung out, too. Was he eating ham? No, no, no. He looked like he was eating drugs. But... Oh, okay. Turkey leg? Yeah. <laughs> Craft singles? <laughs> yeah, it's that, I, he kept leaning back on that. He's like, no, no, why would I be on drugs? I'm eating right now. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> eating a whole ham. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Never mind, sir. Yeah. Forgive me for asking. <laughs> So at Flame Gore, every 10 to 15 seconds enrages, and you have to hit him. Uh, he has a fire note. You have to slap the ham out of his hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so th- I had to leave my, my fun ham show to go raid with What are you watching boys. on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, just okay, anywhere yeah. they'll yeah. show. I didn't know if you had an antenna or something. I know you don't yeah. have real TV, but no. like, if you get a digital antenna for your flat screen, you can get like five, six channels. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to sell it to me, but yeah, I, I'm that. not buying it. Uh, next up is the second last boss. His name's Chromagus. 
Uh, he looks like a core hound. He has like the two heads. He has kind of like the big uh, four-legged feet oh, on the, the ground. The pit bull feet. Yeah, yeah, with like the spiked collars around the neck. But instead of looking red and like lined with magma and earth, he looks uh, purple. And he is actually theorized to be a core hound because in Upper Blackrock Spire, which is Nefarian's domain, there's a monster called the Beast, which is a core hound. Okay. And there's a core hound there when it where it really shouldn't be there, and it's kind of in this room off to the side. So we theorize that he tests on these core hounds and made Chromagus this way by injecting dragon blood into a core hound until it turned into this. And this dragon has, or this core hound slash dragon, it is a dragonkin. Um, has the power of every single major flight. So it, yeah, that, so I was going to ask if he yeah. changes color and or has multiple powers because yeah. he's crow. So, what would you say? Chromagus. Chromagus. Yeah. yeah, it was chromatic. Yeah, I read. Uh, I thought it was the same thing. It was chromatus. I read a book about a Nefarian making Chromatus where he actually took the heads of five dragons and it's a five-headed dragon that is so powerful that even like the elite, uh, the leaders of the Dragonflight, like Alex Straza, Azergros, and all those can't beat it. And it was one of the leader of the blue dragon flight was killed and his blood was injected into this five-headed monster and it like slowly half came to life. And it was the first one that came to life. There's all these, like, disposed five-headed dragons next to it that didn't quite make it and stuff. Nefarian's, like, a really fucked up dude. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it I is. I like it. Yeah, it is. There's, like, in the book that I read, there's this, like, stories of all the dragon flights flying at this five-headed dragon. But, like, a five-headed dragon just being able to stave off every single attack and use, like, time, use um, nature. Well, you can look use... in five directions at once. Yeah, exactly. It's too bad they don't have a sixth dragon flight to yep. get him in the blind spot, presumably <laughs> directly above him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so chromagus is not that guy but he's very similar to that okay. i thought it was the same guy until i looked up the lore um so despite his canine appearance he is a dragon kin he was speculated to be made uh in upper black rock spire like dragon dogs it's not the first uh, it's not the first time i've heard about this the no. there is something in pokemon sun and moon called zygarde 10 percent okay. which is a dragon ground type that yeah. also appears as a wolf so there might be some kind of folklore there from somewhere that it Dragon has dogs? fed into both these things. Yeah. That is pure speculation. Like that it doesn't even that is not even speculative enough to be lore boys canon. That it's not <laughs> Are dragons dogs? Or a dog's dog's dragons dog? dogs? We'll, we'll never know. Well, no. no. Uh so every week, uh Chromagus, even though he has all the powers of the dragon flights, he will have two major powers that happen at random and are locked. As soon as you enter the instance these are the two he's going to have this week. He'll have a different two next week. Okay. So uh, he has Incinerate, which is the red one. Deals a bunch of fire damage around three to 4,000. That's enough to kill a mage and enough to get, like, halfway through a tank's health. Does he, does he have, like, two offensive ones and then three buffs? He has two at random. He yeah, has... but, like, does he have Fire Breath and fucking Magma Breath and then, like, the blue... The arcane is a certain kind of defensive buff. I'll say them all. Okay. I'll say them all. Yeah. So he has corrosive acid, which is a green. Yeah. And it leaves a damage over time on the target and reduces armor for the duration. So it's just like this ticking damage that happens on two yeah, and it's a makes your armor proc, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up is frostburn. It deals low frost damage and heavily reduces attack speed for a few seconds. Makes so, sense. So like all of these, you want to be dodging, like getting out of the way. Um, they have ignite flesh, which is the black one. And it does low fire damage for a minute. 
So this thing is really annoying. We had it this week. It just stays on you for so long and it makes your health tick down. Yeah. So if you get it, it's just automatically a huge man attacks on the healer. Uh, yeah, well, because you have to constantly heal one guy for a minute straight or multiple yeah. people. Yeah, and yeah. it's usually multiple people. Yeah. So it's like you already have the tank to worry about. So anyone who's t- uh, someone in our raid was like, if you get hit by Ignite Flesh, I'm not healing you. Just don't get hit by it. And which yeah, it was a little over the top, but the message is strong because you shouldn't be getting hit by that. Well, yeah. ideally, yeah. Yeah. yeah, ideally, the advice you can give to most uh, hashtag uh, pro gamers is yeah. don't get hit. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell everyone too. It's like five seconds to ignite flesh. Everybody get behind the wall. But the problem with that is the next one that we also had. We had uh, time lapse, which is a bronze dragon thing, and it get it stays on you for like ten minutes straight. And at random, at any moment, it can stun you for six seconds. So, oh, yeah, this is a time travel one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So it's on you for 10 minutes. So it's if you get it hit by the breath, it's on you for the whole fight. And you can just get stunned. So if someone says, everybody get behind the wall, Ignite Flesh is coming, then that thing procs. So now we had that this week where you had the time freezing one and then the burn all your friends one. So people get time frozen out in the open and then lit on fire. That's a a nightmare scenario. Yeah, it was probably the worst we could have got. But you guys still won though. You still cleared the the raid? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, There you go. There's a way. We did it very shorthandedly too. You can always bounce back. Yeah, because you were 30 people. 30 instead of 40, yeah. So we did pretty well. That's some big dick guild right there. That's some some guild energy. Yeah, exactly. There is a way to get rid of the bronze dragonflight, so the time frozen one. Uh, There's something called hourglass sand that just drops off of random stuff in Blackwing Lair up to this point. Uh, If you're a good guild, you've given this all to your guild leader, and he will give it out to the people who need it most for the fight. Okay. If you're a bad guild, everybody kind of holds on to it. Then some people run out and don't... Not the right people have it. You want to give it to your healers, your hunters, and your tanks, because you're... Chromagus also enrages, so you need your hunter to do that tranquilizing shot to make sure he's not hitting yeah. too hard. I imagine it as like people handing out like tiny Red Bull can-sized hourglasses, and yeah. you just like pop the top off, drink all the sand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty much like that. So you get two of those uh, per week. Uh, it could be any of them: the red, green, blue, black, or bronze one. In addition to this, Chromagus will constantly uh, affect with five different debuffs and all five of these happen every week so you get okay. two at random of the his uh, like attack abilities and then five um that could happen at any moment of the debuffs there's brute affliction red green blue black or bronze so it's brute affliction then the color okay uh the red one does five a uh, 50 fire damage every three seconds and heals chromagus if you die the green one is a poison that uh, healing is reduced the blue one saps your Ooh, mana that one sounds fucking brutal yeah yeah it is bad um, heal, heal reduction i can't remember what game i was playing with there's a heal reduction debuff it's serious biz yeah yeah and then the blue one is uh it's the magic one so it, it slows uh, movement it reduces casting speed and your mana and health are drained then there's a curse that does fire damage increased by 100 percent there's uh, the bronze one that's a four second stun. Oh, this is the actual lead. Sorry, I had the other one wrong. The other one is just a stun that could happen. This one is the 10 minutes that, that stun you at random. Okay, this is where you need to drink your Red Bull sand. Yeah, you okay. your hourglass sand and stuff. So uh, basically you put all of the people who can dispel, take off curses and diseases because they're all different types of debuffs. Is that priests or warlocks that dispel curses? Curses are actually mages which was a point of contention the last time we talked about this it should be a, i see a warlock um not that i wouldn't i mean i don't fucking diseases know. are shamans that and, makes sense and yeah. also priests yeah. then shamans just whip like a 
fucking mortar and pestle full of ground up leaves and dirt yeah match it. just like catch eat this or they leave a totem on the ground that just magically heals yeah. them if you're close to it don't yeah. worry it's full of sand and manure i promise it's good for <laughs> yeah. you it's a poultice rub it on your burns <laughs> yeah so you this, sure this is like definitely a dispel fight three-fingered cow man just waving at him <laughs> <laughs> i guarantee it yeah man this one's a dispel fight like damage cool Healing, cool. Those yeah. are they're, they're necessary, but if you're not dispelling, you're gonna lose this keep one. Keep the three C's, man. Keep yeah. curses clean. Yep. Oh, and also the three K's. Keep curses clean. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention if you get um, four of these debuffs at the same time, you turn into a dragon and kill your own party? That's rad. Yeah. I thought you just blow up or something. No. That's way cooler. No, you turn into a dragon, and like even after everyone dies, the dragon stays alive for like five minutes. So you have to wait for your friend to not be a dragon anymore to oh enter the God. room again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, so some one person in our, our raid will be like, this person's at three, this person's at three. If, as soon as someone gets to three, we call it out to make sure they never get to four. Oh, okay, yeah. That, you, well, that makes sense. Yeah, we try and dispel as often as possible, but then we target the, the problem people kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's Cromagus, and once you beat him, you're in Nefarian's lair. You walk through a door frame, and it's a throne room with the left side of the room has no more walls. And it's like you can see um, basically like a sun-setting horizon, and you're at the top of the world, basically, like the highest you've ever been in World of Warcraft to this point. There's no flying mounts or anything. Okay, yeah. You're like above Blackrock Spire. You can look down. It's actually like pretty intense. And he's just sitting there on his throne. And uh, you can, until you talk to him, he won't do anything. So we were like messing around and going and like squatting on his lap a bunch of times <laughs> before starting the fight. <laughs> what do you look like? Um, Is he a, like a dragon man? He's a human. Oh, at this point okay. he has long black hair he has like a circlet of fire as his crown he has a scepter with a, a purple crystal in his one hand and he's wearing black robes okay cool and at this point uh you talk to is him he normal size normal size yeah he's just sitting he's, he's a lot of your characters will be bigger than him oh, okay like the cow people and stuff will be bigger yeah, than him the tauren yeah um, so this is like when you first get there it's kind of really breathtaking even though it's 2007 graphics you have like the huge landscape to the left of you this guy this asshole that you've been trying to get to for probably a couple of weeks just sitting in his throne jagged pixelated silhouettes as far as the eye can see yeah and from his perspective 40 people just kind of bumble into his room like look over the, the cliff a bunch of times sit go in sit, his lap. sit in his lap <laughs> they're all wearing his sister on their backs <laughs> maybe you guys deserve to die frankly <laughs> yeah I think you're the bad guys. And he has some pretty crazy mechanics. The first step uh, for this fight is he kind of disappears, he, and he sicks his men on you. So there's two doorways, and there's probably about three, four minutes of just many, many dragons and orcs coming through. Okay. So you're you know, split up into two groups, and your whole job is just to keep make sure we don't get overwhelmed. And if you're fast enough, you have a chance to eat and drink before the next stage of the fight. Okay. So you want to really kill everything fast, so that way you can get your mana back before the next stage. Yeah. yeah. So you can get some power aid. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Exactly. Get the sand out your throat from the last fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wash it down. Yeah. So he, I, I've kind of explained like how much of an asshole he is. He's so we're all we all want to fight him at this point. Yeah, he's doing his dragon meat experiments. And yeah. Injecting blood into things. Yeah. Injecting blood into things that ain't got no business having no dragon blood in them. Exactly. Yeah. So you beat all his, his his cronies, and then he turns into a dragon. 
cool. And he hits the entire raid, no matter where you are, if you're line of sighting, no matter where you are, you get hit with uh, Shadow Flame. So this is why you have his sister's cloaks on. And when the game first came out, no one really knew that this cloak was the way to avoid this. Oh. So everybody would just die at this phase, and they wouldn't know why. So you had to make the, the, the cloak, figure out that like one person, if they wore the cloak, they would have survived. Then they would have figured it out that, oh, this person yeah. survived. Oh They're the only God, one with this cloak. Why me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So th- he hits you all this, then he flies off into the distance out that broken wall. You kind of have a second to regain your thoughts, get into position, you drink up, heal up, and you start fighting him. He's a lot like Anixia. He does like a fear where everybody kind of like has to run away. Yeah, you lose control of your character and it, you like run in the opposite direction from the boss, right? You can't exactly. really control it anymore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've experienced that in other games. Yeah. 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 Um, he hits really hard, so you got to be healing the tank all the time. And his most interesting mechanic is every 30 seconds or so, he does something that's called a class call. So. Every individual class, being a hunter, a shaman, a priest, a warrior, a paladin, rogue, a rogue, I uh, missed one at least, mage, warlock. warlock. Yeah, I think that's all of them. Uh, and druid, geek druid. squad. Yeah, I got them all. Um, so he does one of these at random and chartered accountant. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of them are really hard to deal with. So I'll explain what some of them are. Druid's probably the most, the easiest one to deal with. Uh, whenever you say like class calls coming up, and you get the druid one, they're just stuck in their cat form for thirty seconds. Not a big deal. That's where they do their most damage. Yeah, they anyways. turn into a panther, right? Yeah, that's if you have a, a druid doing damage, that's where it's doing its most damage. Anyways, it sucks for if you have a druid tank or a druid healer because they get oh, yeah. turned from a bear into a cat, which now they're not tanking. Or they get turned from just their normal cow cells or whatever race they chose yeah. into a cat where they can't heal. So this will cripple your druid healers, but usually you have enough healers to make up for this. You only want one to two druid healers anyways, so this is fine. Okay. This is really <clears> easy <throat> to deal with. Excuse me. Hunters. Turn uh, too much sand, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Hunters my debuffs. just get their weapons broken. So if you get a hunter call, your bow just breaks in oh, your okay. hand, yeah. and you can't use it anymore. Yeah. String pops off. You're like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So I experienced this last night. I brought three weapons with me just in case. and I basically... Oh, it doesn't even get fixed afterwards. Oh, no, no, oh, no. You shit. have to like go back to town to repair it, or someone oh. has to pay for a repair bot, and like an engineer can basically build something to let you repair it in guild, like, oh, okay. no matter where you are, but it costs a lot. Okay, so, interesting. Um so the way that you do this is every time there's a class call coming, you aren't allowed to take your gear off in combat, but you can take your weapon off. So okay. you just you know it's coming. You can hot in t- potato it basically, just like drop it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Put it in your put it on your back for yeah. a second. He doesn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> then you take it back out. <laughs> yeah. So that happened to me a couple times last night, but by the end it was got had it figured out. Okay. Yeah. Um, mages will polymorph. Uh, raid members into animals like giraffes, cows, worms. Um, like, <laughs> basically, when the mage call happens, all your friends just turn into barnyard animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the giraffe, the classic barnyard animal. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, time to go out and milk the giraffe. <laughs> Bring a bunch of. You need a cherry picker, yeah. basically. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just pandemonium. Like, when that happens, like, you're all trying to fight this giant black dragon that you've, like, everything's culminated up to this point, and it's just chaos. There's giraffes walking by, there's cows, there's, there's like, worms on the ground, and 
pigs. They're, it's I love it's it. crazy, yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, priests get hit with corrupted healing, so any of the direct heals turn into damaging spells. So, oh, you've mentioned this before. I've I've heard you talk about this before. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, yeah. You swap out their IVs. Basically. Yeah. it sucks. Uh, it really sucks because a lot of the time you're encouraged to heal the tank, heal the tank, heal the tank. So now every time a class call is about to happen, which you have a general timer of knowing when it's going to happen, okay. you should stop healing for a second, which gets really scary because the tank will start going down in health, but the other healers can kind of step up. Yeah. That's all right. Gives blood pressure up. It'll. It's good for him. Yeah. Some good cardio to watch his health tick down a little bit there, it, just to make sure you don't, you know, mainline poison directly into his brain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. You got to drain him out every once <laughs> in a while. Yeah. Uh, paladins do siphon blessing, so they just give uh, protection uh, blessing to Nefarian. They just give him more armor, basically. Okay. Make well, him harder to kill. Yeah. I mean, that seems shitty, but not yeah. that. Not not as bad as some of the other ones. Yeah. Not as bad as turning your friends into giraffes. Yeah. Let's be real. Uh, rogues get teleported into the front of Nefarian, and Nefarian has a cleave ability, so even when he's hitting the tank, if you're next to the tank, you're going to get hit by it. Oh, he's got like an arc yeah. that he can hit? Yeah, so okay. when rogues, when it's rogue class call, the tanks have to turn the boss around, which is scary because oh. he, he has a tail whip that could like, in theory, just like knock you right off that cliff. It's never yeah. happened to us, but I wonder what would happen if... Like the model will push you or his actual attack? No, he, he like launches you. Oh, shit. Okay. Anixia like can launch you into whelp caves uh, and it's a similar attack. So like if you stay away from her tail because she'll knock you into her own eggs, which will make her babies hatch, which will just overwhelm the raid. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's super similar mechanic. Um, shamans will basically put a bunch of totems down that are corrupted totems. So instead of a healing totem, it'll be a damaging totem. Instead of a wind fury totem, which makes your attacks hit twice, it'll make the Farian hit twice oh, okay. for every hit. Uh, these, this one really sucks. We it's just like an inverse of the buffs that would come from these totems? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, this happened to us that a guy went AFK last night uh, during the boss or before the boss fight, and he was a shaman. So he wasn't even doing any damage, was not contributing at all, and we just had to deal with him putting down totems every time the class call happened. <laughs> so he, he, we were 31 people, but he was AFK. So it was basically like... Why the fuck did he go AFK? What was the point? Uh, life happens. I don't oh, know. Okay. People will say wife aggro or my kid woke up or wife something. Wife aggro? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of boomers who play the game, and, yeah, and yeah. when it gets late around 11 o'clock, they're not so reliable anymore. Yeah, so. well, they, they could fall asleep literally at any moment, yeah. because I, I, know what it's, I know what it's like to, to deal with baby boomers. <laughs> we put they're narcoleptic. In, we put him into a different Discord channel, and uh, three of us popped down all at once and just screamed full volume into our mics, hoping <laughs> that he fell asleep at his desk <laughs> and would just startle him awake. Well, he gave him a fucking heart attack. <laughs> He's a dickhead oh, anyway. Okay, whatever, yeah. yeah. He's a nice guy, but he's a dickhead. <laughs> um, warlocks uh, summon a bunch of infernals, so like a bunch of basically rock elementals with green magic in between them, and they like. Oh yeah, I've seen those things. Yeah, there is one in the like OG WoW trailer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So those got a swarm of those come out, so you have to AOE them down yeah. uh, if the warlock class call happens. And warriors will berserk, so they go into. Uh, basically, they have a defensive stance and a berserker stance. They go into their attack stance and take more damage. Oh, okay. So, I thought they'd get bloodlusted and attack their do damage to their friends. No, but no. I guess that would actually probably you'd probably just like oko your buddies. Yeah, and that wouldn't be really fair. It would be really hard because um, warriors are pretty much the only good tanks. Uh, in that's this... their point, right? Yeah. yeah, they do less damage than a rogue, but have like three times the health or some shit. Oh no, they do more. It... Warriors and mages are completely broken in classic. Oh, okay. Okay. They were like the developers' favorite classes because warriors <laughs> can do more damage than anything, can tank. Um, 
mages as well can do like incredible damage uh and can solo most of the content okay those two classes and then if you want to be a healer a priest is probably the strongest but it's not as ridiculously broken as those two i'd say yeah those are like the three god classes in 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 uh, classic yep uh about like 20 percent health he'll have open these doors and about like a hundred ads will come out all at once jesus uh, if you have this holy water that you can get out of a dungeon um, that does an AoE attack, you can throw it on them, and it does, like, a ton of damage. So you're encouraged to go farm that thing beforehand. If not, you just AoE them down. Uh, and if you get past that, that wave from the last 20%, uh, if you're able to heal through whenever the priest call goes out, if your other healers can keep up, that seems to be a, uh, something that we had a lot of trouble with, you can down to Farron pretty easily. Cool. And he drops the chest pieces. and That's Blackwing Lair. It's really tough. But it, it was really rewarding when we did it. We beat it at like twelve thirty at night, and I. Ended it's not up... even that late, as as far as like a the reputation that World of Warcraft has. Yeah. Uh, twelve thirty, like I'll probably go to bed at twelve thirty tonight. Yeah. Like just normally. Yeah, I was wide awake though. Like I, after like that that rush of beating him. Yeah. For the first time. Did after... you get a drop? Uh, I didn't, but this last week I got a bunch of stuff. Okay, right. So I, I'm, I have like three out of eight of my tier two set. So now my mana regens at like 15% while in combat. Plus I'm specced into that with my build already. So 30% of my mana regen is still happening in combat, which means I can just heal for a lot longer. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, my character started to look pretty cool. It's got like big blue spiky shoulders, like this glowing helm. I have the benediction, which is huge staff that has like a glowing tip too. So when I'm riding on my my uh, horse there's like a glowing trail behind me you have a bone horse oh yeah i have a bone horse that also glows yeah. just put a little leds on it and uh, he got me yeah well that's what that's what ethan's mom does right she puts leds on horses oh yeah totally. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's a tour of uh blackwing lair every uh, time like i know we talked about this yeah. last week uh with uh, the other worlds like every time we talk about something it makes you want to do it yeah i really wish i had the mental fortitude for raids yeah they sound cool and like the one time i did that one with in destiny technically i remember it fondly yeah i wish i could have won but it's just fuck me man it's That's a tough lot. Yeah. well i like i didn't get anything out of the raids i was raiding with two characters for the first two weeks yeah. and i spent like basically all of my savings in the game just to keep up with consumables because mm. to stay competitive in that stuff and a 30 man 40 man content you need to be prepared and i was getting nothing and i was starting to drain get drained because i was like Look, I'm putting all this work in, and sure, we're clearing it, but, like, my character is still the same. I haven't gotten an upgrade in forever, and that's the nature of, like, of a, a classic WoW. Like, you only only so many people can get that upgrade that week or whatever. But... Yeah, you have to, especially you as a healer, yeah. you ha- you really have to take a back seat and just, like, yeah. be helpful. You're not very, you're not a selfish man, Jamie. No, no that's it. I The first one that dropped, I gave it to uh, my buddy. Ah. But uh, the thing is, I was, I did that type of stuff. And the night that I won the shoulders, somebody else won the robes. And they're like, you know what? UNICEF deserves this. And they gave it to me instead oh, of taking it for themselves. That's very so, nice. Yeah. So I'm having a ton of fun with it. If you guys want to play with me, join uh, Incendius is my server. It is fucking full right now. But I hope <laughs> you can get in. There was an exa- like a bunch of people left their server and came to ours. Ours was such a perfect place beforehand. It better not be because mess. of the lower boys bump, which, <laughs> which we know is a real thing where you yep. can get one to two extra follows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, let me know, guys, if you don't want to hear about this stuff anymore. I know I talk about a lot about it, and if, if that's something that is, is real feedback, then I'll consider doing less of it. It's something that I really enjoy, so uh, I like well, talking about it. 
you've been diversifying your catalog of games a lot recently, so yeah. you'll definitely have something else to talk about eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I try and I mix it up. This is something that I did want to do eventually, and uh, I was glad to give a little tour my experience through it. It's one of the harder gaming achievements that I've done in my gaming career, so yeah. it's happy to share it. I think they're. I, I think the, the raids are really cool. The, uh, I like the stories behind them. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> why don't we get uh, elbow deep here into the old lore bag? Because <laughs> we got a couple of a couple of emails to read out first. Oh yeah. Before we before we sign off for the week. So who do we got first? We got Steven. Steven's like a super fan at this point. New Jersey Steven, he, not the he, other. Whoever the other. I can't remember who the other Steven was. I think he was in Switzerland. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Not important. You're both wonderful. <laughs> Doesn't matter where you are, as long as th- as long as as long as you love me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Uh, that's Backstreet Boys okay. for sure. Anyway, Steven, down in Joyzy. Joyzy, Steven. He's he's definitely a super fan at this point. He's written in more than anyone else, and that's a challenge. Close to ten times. Yeah, easy. Yeah, and it's always fun. Yeah, I, I feel like one time he was drunk because he like replied right afterwards like, fuck! Yeah, and then like was, with a different... That was my favorite one. <laughs> All cap subject line, fuck. I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, that is, that's the kind of uh, person the lore boys attract right oh, there. Yep, I love it, I love it. <laughs> so he says, sup lore boys, it's Superman's dumb friend again. Uh, this goes way back to something. It was a... We, were... we made a joke about uh, uh, Superman having a dumb friend in New Jersey who couldn't tell that he was Superman. Yeah, it was yeah. like a police officer or something. Something like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Kent, you look an awful lot like Superman. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he says... Get the uh, fuck out of here. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just writing to let you know that since it's my birthday today, happy birthday, that happy was February birthday. 21st. Nice. Uh, sorry that we did a different episode. I uh, Again... You know, we did we did our interview, so we didn't get to this right away. Happy birthday, man! Happy birthday! I hope this year brings you a lot of joy. Yeah. Uh, since it's my birthday today, my wife got me the Bioshock collection. You keep a, yeah, you you keep that woman. Yeah, that is good taste. Peter's got uh, so a bunch of stuff around here, all celebrating the Bioshock universe. Tattoos on his inner thighs, as we figured out last week. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. I love that series. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, he says, uh, it's my birthday today. My wife got me the Bioshock collection because I have never played them, but your Bioshock podcast is one of my favorites, so I want to play it because I'm sure I'll love it. Uh, anyway, keep up the great work. I love listening to you guys when I'm at work. It makes the night go by faster. Superman, Superman's dumb friend, all caps, out. Nice. Presumably he dabbed shortly after sending this email. My advice to you is if you start to feel like two is getting too long, just skip to infinite. I, Peter might not agree. I, that's the way I did it. I played one, then part of two, then I played infinite, and then I revisited two afterwards and had a more respect for it. But Two? Uh, I, I guarantee I said this on our Bioshock episode, but our Bioshock episode is like episode 15 or something. I remember what you said. It's like mechanically the best. It is. 100, 100% yeah. it is the best video game. Yeah. TM. Yeah. The, the plot is complete nonsense. Yeah. The amount of fucking retcons it tries to throw in is idiotic. And then fucking Infinite just retcons it right out. They're just, it's, just yeah. like, it's just like, yeah, no, it never happened. Infinite was cool, though. That was a genuine good experience just playing through that game. Yeah, Infinite's not much of like a uh, immersive sim, like Prey yeah. or System Shock or the original Bioshock. Yeah. Uh, but it is a fucking brilliant shooter. Oh, man, it's so fun, like, flying around on those zip lines and, like, jumping off and killing people midair. It is the only game I can think of where you can shoot flesh-eating crows at racists. Uh, yeah, I can't think of another one. It's really specific, but it's neat. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Yeah, so happy birthday. You steal the crows from the racists first, and then you you turn the crows against them. 
Yep. Cel- uh, so celebrate your birthday with um, a murder of crows sent at a pile of racists. Yeah. Yeah. Two things to celebrate with. Crows and acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> My two favorite things. Uh, and now uh, we have another email here. Uh, just subject line. Hey, guys. From Dalton. Um, I can't remember if he told us where he was from, but hello, Dalton. Uh, he says... Uh, loved the interview episode. Was cool to know how you all got into podcasting. Uh, I've been wondering if you have played any Dragon Quest or Spyro games. Appreciate the dope content, guys. Keep it up. Yeah. Uh, so for Spyro, I've definitely played. Um, my mom was a huge fan of the Spyro games, so she um, played them to 100% or 120-whatever. Spyro does that silly over-the-top percentage thing. Uh, and then I recently picked up the, the collection. Reignited. Yeah, reignited to play through. I love those games. They they make me feel like a child safe in like my parents' home and like <laughs> yeah, like a warm glass of whiskey in that and I feel like there's no worry in the world. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I love the Spyro games. What was the other one too? The Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest I played on uh on Game Boy. I played uh, yeah. two of them. I forget which ones, but I had fun. I like those. My answer is easy. I've never played a Dragon Quest game. Yeah. Um I am not a big JRPG fan. Never have been. I like Chrono Trigger, yeah. which I have also never finished. Uh, I own, historically have owned like seven copies of Chrono Trigger, and I've never finished it. I played it on an emulator. Yeah. yeah. I played it on DS, yeah. which is the one I got the furthest in. Right. I played it on PS3, yeah. and I played it on PS1. So like, and I have never finished the game. It's a long game. It's excellent. Um, yeah. And then I played Final Fantasy 7 for 15 minutes, maybe. Demo came out today. Yeah, I Demo know. I, w- I wanted to give it a shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not a big JRPG fan. Uh, my buddy Alexi always calls getting lost in a game Dragon Quest Syndrome, where you just have no fucking idea what to do. Oh, really? Um, okay. Oh, I played Nino Kuni, though. Uh, Nino Kuni's excellent. I never finished it, but I love it. Is that a Dragon Quest game? No, it's it's a JRPG, though. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I've never played Dragon Quest. I have played all three of the original Spyros. Nice. I've only finished the first. Right. Because uh, they were my friends on PS1. Yeah. And I borrowed the stack, beat the first one, then played two and played three just to see what they were like, but I never finished either one. We and do... I haven't played any of the spinoffs. No. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jeez. We do have a Spyro episode on some of the spinoffs. Yes, uh, we do. I forget the name of the series now, even though that was my episode, but it was like a, a trilogy. Enter the Dragon or? No, that's the. Enter the Dragonfly. I think that's the the original trilogy. There, there, it's a trilogy that was basically on like Xbox 360, like that generation. Elijah Wood played, yeah, played Spyro, and he had the yeah. weird kind of saggy faced redesign. I, yeah, I don't, I don't like the way he looks. Anyways, we told the story. Uh, I, I did like the story. I had fun with that one. So yeah. if you are interested in Spyro, since you asked us, uh, feel free to check out that episode. If I have any more uh, history on my experience with Spyro, it would have came out there because I would have been most immersed in it then. Yeah. So. yeah. 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 Jamie uh, likes to get out the candles and the bath water and then just oh, yeah. settle in, really immerse himself in a, pro- in a project. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> uh, Jamie, if I wanted to have a bath with you. Uh, you can do it on the War- Spyro. You can do it on the Lore Boys Discord. Just join the bath channel and uh, make sure to bring that laptop in the bath with you. And yeah, take the tape off. Uh, to take the sticker off the camera. Yeah, please. Just please. for us. Uh, so check us out the Lore Boys Discord. That is in our about stuff at loreboys.com. Yep. 
Um, you can check that out. Also, uh, follow us on the Facebook. I see some people slowly joining up. Uh, it's getting quite active there. I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Thank yep. you for all the messages you guys send. Uh, we don't read the Facebook messages on air, mostly because they play out as more of a conversation opposed to something digestible. Yeah. So feel free to email us at loreboyspodcast at gmail.com if you actually want us to read out something you would have Facebooked. Yeah, please do. And I, I love seeing those. Like, it was really cool to get two this week. Uh, yeah. And... We like to hear like lore suggestions. We got our Patreon too, so like if you donate enough, you can like f- you can make us do the lore of Kingdom Hearts if you really wanted to. I will fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> you can make us do whatever. So uh, if you want to put us through that, yeah. that's, that's something you you're, can do. You're welcome to. I think we could do a, a, a collaborative episode between the three of us if we all worked together. It could prevent any one of us from going completely mad. You had an idea like a while back of of like figuring out the lore live on on mics, like just going through it. Yeah. And, yeah. So this this was like a season one. Before I started writing the Christmas specials, I always wanted yeah. to do something weird with the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and one of them was like have some someone else write a Kingdom Hearts script for me, okay. and then all three of us could go in blind. And that's actually right. I forgot about that. That's not the worst idea. No. no yeah. <laughs> we're, okay. we're good enough at it now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Did you have anything else to add there? No, no. That's all for me. I'm at Pete O'Donoghue on Twitter. Uh, feel free to at me or don't. And then at Lore Boys Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can. There's a lot of pet videos these days. <laughs> That's where we post uh, the title cards and our stories. And you can, you know, send us. I, we got an Italian message today. Really? Some, some lady, because I took a video of my axolotl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I got a message in Italian with a question mark, and I was just like, "She's asking us if the vans are still for sale." Yeah, fuck, yeah, <laughs> goddamn it! <laughs> Converse twenty five percent off. Our Instagram got hacked a long, long time ago. Long time ago, and we yeah. were getting a bunch of Italian messages of yeah. people wanting to buy our shoes. Buying, yeah, we was price off of Chucks. It was like twenty five percent off <laughs> in euros. And, There's uh, a guy who still every time we stream, he still manages to show up and ask about shoes. Fucking yeah. Christ! It's got to be a meme at this point. I must. Be, I think I can stream a, a raid now. Actually, now that I have an okay hey, you computer. have a proper computer. Yeah, yeah, you should. I should do that. Yeah. All right, I'll look. Twitch.tv slash the Lore Boys. If yeah. you want to see Jamie's face and hear his voice without me cutting him off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the and uh, Jamie, do you have anything for Lore Boys Prime? Uh, for Lord Boys Prime this week, I have gone to all of your sister's house and made capes out of them. Nice. So if you'd like uh, me to show up at your throne with a cape of your sister, just give me money, I yeah. guess. It's going to be $34.99. Yep. Uh, you can send that directly to our PayPal. This, of course, is for people who don't trust Patreon. Yes. Don't trust banks. Um, yes. We're technically kind of our own bank now, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Yep. Um, yeah, thirty four ninety nine. Yeah. We'll. I, I can mean, help I you. Say, we'll kill your sister. We've already done it. Yeah, and it's to be clear, it's only to help you with your acid reflux or whatever. I yeah. need her skin to be able to survive it. So, yeah. and if you don't have a sister, yeah. you can suggest a friend's sister if you'd like. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, they're great cloaks. They're great cloaks. Fire resistance. Um, they they look good. Um. And what is there to lose, really? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that constitutes <laughs> a lore, lore boys, boys out. Out. Hey. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.